Check one, check two, check. Okay. <sighs> it's Tuesday, September. What is it today? September 6th, 2022. Can you believe that? Tuesday, September 6th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. That's right, coming at you on a Tuesday. New schedule, ladies and gentlemen. New fall schedule and permanent schedule. New episodes coming at you every Tuesday and Thursday from now on until further notice. Twice a week, your favorite podcasts, hot, live and direct, into your ear holes. Available wherever you get your podcasts, of course. Well, this is a fun episode. I feel like we're back. I feel like we we have our juice. The summer blues. I guess no. I guess the summer blues are when the summer's over and you have the blues, right? Uh, the summer, uh, you know, the summer was loosey goosey. It's relaxed. The, the programming is a little more all over the map. You know, with release dates and so on. People are vacationing, drinking. We cover all that in this episode, but now. It's the fall, time to get back to work, time to crank out quality content. If it's your first time listening to the show, thank you so much. We'd love to hear how you found out about the show. Email us, jdshow at levinpress.ca. This is a fun episode, as I said, we talk about the 75 hard, where both uh, Jenny and I are doing it, talk about sobriety a little bit. I get into a tangent about ice baths. If, if, uh, if you know me, I'm obsessed with the cold, and there's this new company I'm trying to to uh, partner up with, Culture Wellness, a Canadian company. Anyway, we, we get into all of that. And then uh, we cap off the episode with a little uh, French pronunciation <laughs> argument. And by, and by the way, disclaimer, I'm French. So I win, I win this one, even though we didn't really fully establish um, who won what and what. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you subscribing. Talk, hey, talk about the show and share the show, if you will. It helps us a lot. And if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that helps even more. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you have an iPhone, you have that purple app. <clears throat> Sorry. Gross. That's disgusting. I'm, I'm all phlegmy and... Um, <clears throat> I'm detoxing. There's a lot of things happening to my body right now. Uh, this is day six of sobriety again. Another attempt, quitting drinking, quit smoking weed, caffeine, trying to just be natural, run on all my natural processes. Really, the, the reason I'm doing all of this is for energy. I'm on a quest for for boundless energy. I'm always exhausted. I'm always lethargic. And, uh, you know... Drinking 20 beer a day will we'll do that. And smoking weed, like it's going out of style, will do that. And every time I'm, and again, I'm not here to preach or whatever, but, and, 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 wheeze and I, we, we, weed and booze affects everybody differently. For me, it just makes me tired. It's an energy suck. It's a time suck. It's a money suck. So once again, I'm giving it a go detoxing, doing the cleanse, doing the 75 heart. Why am I prefacing so much? You're about to hear all of this with Jen and Jordan who make it better. 
So I don't know why I'm trying to uh, get into it so much. I guess maybe I miss you. Dear listener, dear viewer, I miss us. Anyway, we'll be cranking out consistent um, episodes on our new schedule, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Spread the word. I really think the show is growing into its own. We're approaching 500 episodes. I mean, it's, it's about time, but I like where we're going. I like the dynamic. I'm happy with it, and I'm happy that you're here. So without further ado, let's get this episode uh, underway, shall we? Enjoy this one. It's a fun one. We're loosey-goosey. You'll notice, too, as I get more uh, sober, I, I'm, I'm better. I'm better at everything. Every aspect of my life is better. Relationships, friendships, finances, professionalism. My speech still sucks. But um, I'm better on the pod. I, I'm just, I'm, I get less irritable with, you know, if something happens, uh, you know, technical issues. We are, in fact, dealing with technology here, here after all. And, and I'm manning this whole thing. I have the board uh, here to my left. I've got the cameras in front. I've got so many moving parts. I've got the soundboard. I've got the computer in front of me. And, you know, when I'm um, either smoking weed or, or drinking, even though I'm not high necessarily or drunk before recording a podcast well often was i get so irritable and and that's so annoying to listen to so in my quest for more energy i'm bettering myself i'm bettering the podcast for you i'm doing this for you isn't, isn't that the rule they say to sustain sobriety do it for others anyway we appreciate you listening and uh, i'm just rambling I kind of don't want to stop. I don't know why. Enjoy this episode, and it all starts now. All right, here we are coming at you with a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant and Jordan Grant. Post-Labor Day, nose to the grind, grindstone. What, what's the expression? I think grindstone. Nose to the grindstone? I think so. It's back to work. It's back to routine. It's back to business. Back to school. By the way, reminding you, we have a brand new schedule, brand new episodes coming at you every Tuesdays and Thursday. Every, I don't pluralize that. Every Tuesday and Thursday, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Follow on Instagram and Facebook and all that jazz. Oh, jazz! Yes, it's the fall. It's a renewed sense of. Uh, Back to business, I feel, you know? The mm -hmm. summer was loosey-goosey, we're all over the map, and now I feel like um, getting back to work. Mm -hmm. And um, we're day six of our 75 hard. Yep. If you don't know what the 75 hard is, I mean, we've talked about it at length. Uh, I did it last year, failed a couple times after that. And uh, the 75 hard is 75 days. You do two workouts, one has to, two 45-minute workouts. One has to be outdoors. Um, which is usually just a walk. You follow a meal plan. It can be anything you want. No alcohol. Read 10 pages of a book and drink a gallon of water a day. You do this for 75 days. And uh, I got to say, it started off really good. Felt felt amazing the first couple days because it's so fresh. You just kind of quit things. My meal plan is no fried foods, no sugar, no caffeine, which I was already 21 days in when I stopped. Uh, where started the 75 hard, I should say. So no fried foods, 
uh, no caffeine, no sugar, and whole foods only. Like no process. Like yesterday I was starving, Jenny, and you offered me a granola bar, but I couldn't because it's oh, right. processed. I just want whole foods. Like yeah. things that grow out of the ground and meats and like food. So, yeah. but it started off really good. First two days, I was proud of myself. Not drinking. It's been a debaucherous summer. I mean, really, really debaucherous. I mean, the combination of partying, uh, I mean, like fun events, the wedding and going out east and so, and then a combination of that and stress. Yeah. Uh, remember the stress leading up to the wedding? Oh, it's crazy. We were boozing hard every night, you and I. <laughs> As if. Couple booze bags. Nah. Going to bed, crushing a bottle of scotch each and then no. crashing. Waking up anxious. That's one thing, actually, I will say. Like, okay, so I'm in detox. I'm a little bit all over the map here. That's okay. By the way, we're broadcasting to you from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. But uh, when I started, um, the first two days, I I, I quit everything. I was like gung-ho. And now I'm in detox mode, and I am uh, feeling it. Feeling rough. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was in such a bad mood Sunday night. Oh my god! When we got home from uh, from uh, Bronze, mm-hmm. Bron and Marie's, mm-hmm. whoo! And I realized that that you point don't have like, to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> uh, we, uh, it was great, great dinner and everything. But uh, holy shit, I started really crashing and and being irritable. Well, it doesn't help that like everybody's having you know, wine and cocktails and beer. And then, and like there's dessert too. So you can't even have that. I didn't want it. I ate so much food at dinner. I was That's fine good. with not the, not having the desserts. Although I have a weakness for Rice Krispie squares. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, there's a big <laughs> tray of those. But so despite the fact, my point being, despite the fact that I'm detoxing and feeling, you know, tired and and um, insomnia is a big is a big uh, side effect of detoxing, whether it's weed or sugar. And uh, but one thing I will say, day six, six days in, even though it's hard and I've got low energy, I have virtually no anxiety mm-hmm. right now. And I noticed that this summer, like the last two months, drinking all the time and poor sleep. Because you're not sleeping well when you're drinking all the time. Right. And um, it might help you fall asleep, but you don't stay asleep. You don't have well. a good no. restful sleep. And so now, but I'm, I'm noticing a big benefit of it is I have a lot less, almost no anxiety. That's amazing. Like anxiety is it's crazy. Like you can you can feel like it's the end of the world and it's you have this pit in your stomach Meanwhile, it's nothing. I know. Because um, I, I, nothing has changed in my life as far as uh, things that would potentially cause anxiety. Those are all still there, but I just don't feel it. Yeah. So it just goes to show it's the booze. It's the I hard boozing. It's the scotch before bed that we did every night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no one believes that. Um, the thing is, it helps in the moment, but then it doesn't. It makes it worse long term. It really does. And I remember uh, <clears throat> a doctor telling me this. It was like, it, it does soothe anxiety in the moment. And it, you fall into the cycle because it soothes it in, it does in the feel good. moment. It feels really good. But then you deplete some neuro something transmitters. I don't know what the exact terms were. And then when you're, the alcohol starts leaving your body, the anxiety is so much worse. Yeah. So much worse. And you don't, when you're in the thick of it, 
when you're boozing every day and whatever, you don't think that'll be the pro- the solution to the problem if you just stop. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, like I said on the last episode, well, two episodes ago, that uh, we're gonna be, I'm gonna be one of those people just to be obnoxious <laughs> all the time, but with the, especially to the people that don't don't want to hear it. But if you're out there and you're thinking of doing a sober stint or quitting forever or or just doing 30 days or reach out, do it with us. We have 75 days of this thing, so you can jump on, jump on. You don't have to do the 75 hard, the two workouts or anything, but if you want to kick a habit, if you want to, if you want to uh, hang up the, the lighter, kick the darts, if you want to stop smoking weed or drinking coffee or booze, hit us up. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Send us a D- slide in our DMs or email the show. Yeah, um, it does help to have support. Yes, it does. JD Show at lemonpress.ca. We, we want to hear from you. And uh, let's do it together. If, if you're on the fence or if you've been feeling sluggish, certain areas of your life could use improvement and you feel like you just need, even if it's a 10-day thing, when you're drinking every day, even just a few days makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so if, if you want to do five days, do it with us. Jump in. Sets, message the show. Tag friends. Can I change I mine to five days now? I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, the five hard? Uh-huh. Well, you're done. Congrats. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> How do you feel, Jenny, overall? I feel good. What's your meal plan? Um, so it's less, a little less strict than yours, but uh, no fried foods. And thank you. And less junk. That's a good one, but what's that seems vague. What how it's just, <laughs> <laughs> like less junk? Well, because I don't want to be willy nilly. I the thing is, I'm torn about the 75 hard because I feel like I love it and it's a great, but I. I feel like it's not sustainable, but I don't know if it isn't. That's what you do for 75 days. Right. Okay. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I don't know necessarily if it is, it's just a temporary challenge, but actually the whole thing is about 120 days. I think because there's phases after a lot of people don't do the phases. They do the 75 and it's Mm. all right. Cause then there's a phase one and a phase two phase one. You add a 10 minute visualization every day and a five minute cold shower and a, a power list where you get through eight items on your power list every day. I mean, it's all good stuff. Oh yeah. You're right. Doing two workouts every day without a uh, break ever. No, it's not sustainable, but you do it for 75 days. It, think, it builds the discipline. It builds the get up and go. It's th- really great. I think the way I've made it work for myself where it's still challenging, but it's something that I'm enjoying and not going berserk. That's why I'm like less junk food. Because if, if I just, when you don't have any focus at all, you're just reaching for whatever at yeah. any given temptation. Mm-hmm. So that's not good, right? I, and I think that having, like, for instance, in a 75-day period, there's going to be a reason to have a family event or get together or celebration. And I want to be able to not be like rigid robot while I'm there. I just don't yeah. want to do that. I don't want to do that. I, I don't, for me, it doesn't, I know I could do it, but I don't want to. Yeah. I, I, but yeah. then that doesn't mean that it's not very challenging. Like for instance, we do, you're supposed to do two workouts, two 45 minute workouts. One has to be outside. Well, 
I do weights every second day. So I'll do 45 minute workout with weights and it's challenging and heavy one day, but then the next day, and then I'll do a 45 minute walk or jog outside. So that's the two workouts. Then the next day, instead of doing weights every single day, I do an hour and a half walk, which is amazing. Yeah, it's great. Like, think about that. An hour and a half walk. Like, I wouldn't normally do that. I was thinking about that yesterday. The other thing that's cool about it is that it makes you prioritize it because you have to get it done. And so, like, um, sorry, it was the day before yesterday where uh, we had plans to go somewhere kind of early. And you have to make sure you knock those things out and get them done for your day because you're not going to do them or you definitely don't want to do them when you get home. So then I'm when I'm walking for an hour and a half, I'm thinking... 100% I would never have walked an hour and a half today. There's no way with the dog. No. Right. I would do maybe half an hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. But like that extra little bit, it just, it does push you and it's still really hard. So maybe I'm not being Mm. as strict as you. Like I'm still drinking caffeine. I mean, there's no rule. Yeah, but there's no rule. You can do whatever you want. Those are just my things. It's not about being strict or about whatever it is. It's just about sticking to it, the discipline of it and sharpening your get up and go. Right. And the the thing is what the, I think everybody's different too. And I think for me, I don't want to just throw in the towel if I, you know, ate one piece of dark chocolate. You know what I mean? It's got sugar in it. Like, right. I, and, and I don't want to do that on day 12 and go, well, I, I messed up. It's like, no, you didn't. You still, you're doing amazing. You know what I mean? Because like, you're still doing all these great things. Yeah. So. So you're doing the 75 moderate. Yeah. No, no, I'm still, it's still really hard. Yeah, it is, of course. And I'm such a degenerate that I was talking to my buddy, Laurent, who's doing it with me and, or us, there's a group of people. It always helps if you're going to want to do it, do it with other people because it's really hard alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was talking to him. He's like, man, it feels so good to like not be drinking and smoking weed every day. And he's like, I just had a showing. He's a realtor. He goes, I just had a showing. And I was like <laughs> present and confident. He goes, fuck, man, we're killing it. We're so, and I'm like, yeah, man. And then I'm like, what? Like, we're so proud for just doing things normal people do on an everyday life. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know what I mean? Not drinking or smoking and not being hyper paranoid uh, at every turn. It's like, wow, we're really like, we're thriving. It's like, no, 95% of the population mm, live I like disa- that. I disagree with that. I don't think 95%. Well, maybe not 95, but you you know what I mean? It's it's. I do, but it, I think most, most people, most humans in society functioning uh, humans from a nine to five, Monday to Friday are, are not paranoid and high and scared that they're going to get in trouble at every turn you know what i mean that's what i'm saying we're grown men almost 40 and we're like we're like wow we're not paranoid today like it's so good do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like it's we're, it's the bare minimum and we're like acting as if we just summited Everest. right right we're like this is unbelievable look at us go it's like mo- <laughs> most people are doing this right, right. now. most well, people are sober on a tuesday at 1 p.m right that's that's my point like we're such degenerates that we're like i think you needed to explain that though because a lot of people have drinks every day yeah no i just meant like daytime yeah i get it like people have responsibilities and jobs and they go to work and they're not all fucked up and scared all the time it's like (laughs) you know we're like we're like oh look at us like we just accomplished this huge thing it's like we're idling we got to idle we got to adult idle level like we were below idle because we were all (laughs) uh you know hopped up this summer 
And then now we're, we're like up to like regular adult idol level where you're just doing the minimum to get by and you're, you're starting to just do your response, do your responsibilities. No, take your responsibilities. Fulfill? Fulfill your responsibilities. Accomplish. Just the minimum. Mm-hmm. Just your, the minimum things to do as an adult in society. And we're like, look at us. Killing the game. Mm-hmm. Killing it. <laughs> yeah. Or the bar was set really low and we were just, uh, you know. But it, it, you do feel high at first when you stop everything. Like I said, first couple of days, you feel really good. You're like, oh my God. And then detox kicks in. And I'm in detox right now. So so I'm, uh, I, I've, I have mood swings. Really? I haven't noticed. <laughs> I have mood swings. Here's the thing: if you if you're listening to this and you smoke, let's say let's I'm just as an example, you smoke pot all the time and you've never stopped. Uh, get ready for some huge side effects, like hard things you're gonna go through. And this goes for caffeine and booze or whatever. But like things you wouldn't expect. Like they tell you when you quit certain things that you'll feel anxious and depressed. And knowing that doesn't make it less. When you go, I'm gonna be anxious and depressed by going through these withdrawal symptoms. It'll be fine. It doesn't help. Then you, when you're going through it, you're like, oh, I'm still depressed. I'm depressed, even though I knew this was going to happen. Because the drug is trying to get you to do it again. Yeah. And it's, uh, anyway, so insomnia and nausea and low appetite and all this. So you go through all that for the first week and a half. And by week two, by week three, like day 18 to 21, you're really starting to feel fantastic, phenomenal, unstoppable. And that's when you start being super annoying to people that can't imagine doing it. Mm-hmm. Or that don't, or, or that, or simply have no um, intention or interest in doing it. I mean, it's not everybody that wants to do cleanses and detoxes. I mean, people can function very well the way they are, fine. But that's when you start being so obnoxious online. Is when you start feeling really good. You're like, guys, this is all you have to do, man. And it's funny because the opposite never happens when you relapse. You're never like. Oh, I finally just gave in and smoked a joint. I feel amazing. I know. Like no one ever admits that. It's kind of like that whole like uh, how you present yourself on social media. People are always checking in at the gym and like, you know, mm. and and you know, I had to have a joke about that about how people are like I just ate the salad but no one ever admits to the the debaucherous stuff or the the addictive stuff. No one ever does that. And I've done no it. No one's so- like, "Oh, I just had a Big Mac and I know. We should. We should. We're hypocrites is what mm-hmm. you're saying. But I um I've I've quit things so since 2015 I've been on this um journey. I hate that word. Mm. Uh of quitting things on and off and every time my intention is to quit forever, then I always go back. But and I've I've been that person who's made posts online like 6 months sober, this is amazing and like Four or five months later, you see a post from me again, like two months sober. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? But it's, it's like, um, I don't know. So, do you keep on trying to quit, assuming that it's one time it's gonna click, or do you try to do things different well, the next time? I don't know. It's, a, it's, it's, uh, it's a racket, and forever is a long time. So it's like a life. It's a long life. So to say, I'll never do this again. It's, I don't know. But. Really? Never any of it? You'll never say never? No, I'll never say never? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But I just mean like, I don't know. 
I just wonder because when it comes to something like smoking, for instance, when you quit smoking, you have to say, I never will. Yeah. Like you have that. And that to me seems really obvious. Like something like that smoking. So like everybody knows smoking cigarettes is really bad for your health. And like, if you talk, probably if you talk to any expert, you have to say, I will never smoke cigarette. I'm a not, you identify as the person you want to be, which I think was a big click for me, understanding changing your behavior is identifying as the person you want to be rather than like focusing on the substance. Yeah, true. And the like isolating just like your, your, um, the actual, uh, habit of that. It's more like, who do I want to be? Like, for instance, if I want to lose 10 pounds, what would someone who is at that weight, how would they act in their life? If I want to be someone who, you know, owns a few properties and rents them out, if I want to, I don't know, if I want to have like uh, money and, you know, a debt free, if I want to be debt free, what does that person do in their life? Like, are they focusing on income producing activities or are they just deciding to um, binge watch Game of Thrones for the afternoon? Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything I've done, guys. I'm a. That's not real life. I'm the worst at, I'm like that person who, who, when I'm like sober, I've trash talk the substances I used to do. I'm like, I will never drink alcohol again. It ruins my life. Weed is the devil. Hmm. It fucks me up. It's awful. And then when I have a relapse, I feel like such a dingleberry. Like, uh, it's, it's kind of like when, when you have a friend that breaks up with, their partner and you're like good well that was a bitch you don't uh, i'm so glad we could none of us could stand her and then they're back together two weeks later like no no it's good you guys are are good together Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's that it's that same thing oh we've all done that with sub i do it with substances though i'm like caffeine is is uh you are not allowed to drink caffeine ever again i will not i think that's I think that's done. That's that's finally out of my system. By the way, that giggle there—I don't know if you uh, if I introduced. Uh, <laughs> it was a cute little giggle. I introduced uh, producer Jordan live and direct from Montreal, of course. Jo- joining us as always. Good morning, Joe. Or good day. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good day. Good day. Good day. How's it going? I'm good. Yeah. Can you relate to any of this conversation, Jojo? Yeah, I definitely can. I think I don't know. It's obviously easier said than done, but. If the pattern continues that way, like the I'm sober, I'm not, I know, I mean, this is just a, this is obvious, but like just moderation, like practicing moderation, but I know that's hard. Yeah, Yeah, moderation is hard. Actually, that's a very good point. Jordan is bringing up a good point. 75 75 hard is hard, but I actually think healthy moderation is harder. Well, I can't. I'm an addict. I just can't do moderation. It's just not possible. I mean, moderation is right. Not everybody can do it. I mean, if if you true. have an addictive personality true, and you're true. an addict, That's I am an addict. A very it's good point. All or nothing. Yeah. I I I, I mm-hmm. every time I've relapsed, it's because I convince myself I can handle moderation. Right. I won't smoke for six months, and then I'll be like, oh, just to smoke a joint and watch a movie like you'll be out of town or something and i'll be like <laughs> i'll be like yeah i'll just do that and just not do it again and just do it on weekends or nights and then i'll get three pre-rolls 
and then I'll smoke mm-hmm. one and then I'll be like, oh, this isn't even that great. I feel paranoid. I feel weird because you romanticize it every time. Mm-hmm. You, it's like golfing. How you practice, how you fa- chase that perfect swing every time. It's like moderate. It's, it's the same thing. You romanticize these substances. You like chase the dragon, as they say, like that, those fun highs. But most of them weren't. And True. then so I'll I'll smoke a fir- first period. I'll go, oh, this isn't that great or whatever. Then it starts to wear off. And when it starts to wear off, I'm like, oh, I'll just smoke another one just to bring it back. It brings back cups. You know, this isn't that great. Then the next morning, <laughs> I'll wake up and be like, oh, I have another pre-roll left. Even though I told myself it'd be weekends, I'll just do it now. <laughs> Today, it'll be fun. And then I'll just do weekend. And then next thing you know, yeah, yeah. it's around the clock. Scott's before bed. Uh, well, I think people don't, if you don't have that kind of a personality, like I like drinking, mm-hmm. but I, I don't feel I'm, I don't have that like you do. Like I don't. And it's not a cocky thing. It's just some people are some people have that and other people don't. I can't. I just can't. Like I can really moderate it. I can balance it. I mean, but I'm human. It yeah, can you can. It. You're very good at that. You're very good at just. But I'm the same and it builds to that. Same for drinking. And then I'll, when I'm doing both drinking and smoking, um, um, I'll do like four or five days of like smoking and then I'm like, ugh, sick of this. So then I stop, then I'll drink for a f- couple days and then I just go back and forth and back mm-hmm. and forth. And because smoking, for some reason, smoking weed is, a, it's like not crazy to like wake and bake and do it in the morning and do it during the day. It's not crazy. So, but for an what addict. What do you mean it's not crazy? For a lot of people that smoke pot, it's not crazy oh, to do it. See, I think that's crazy. Yeah, but. But most people in weed culture don't think it's that insane oh, okay. to smoke during the day or any time, really. It's just like, especially the heavier user mm. you are, it becomes like coffee. It's not like you don't get super messed up. But so, so, um, and to an addict, a buzz is a buzz. So then I'll stop smoking and go, well, I would have usually had a, a puff in the morning. So I'll just sink a beer real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally it's that's the mentality and then yeah. i'm just drinking all the time not huge volumes but all the time yeah and it becomes like you know, six seven beer a right? day but throughout the whole day so you're not really getting drunk or anything but you're just kind of maintaining a little you're getting tired it's just like oh see i'm doing it again i'm trash talking booze cut to three months later i'll be ha- this episode is brought to you by budweiser no but you if you don't budweiser yeah, but if you're already saying that you might that you're gonna do that, then you're setting yourself up to no, do it. No, can, can I not just like hypothetically explore all things as we're talking, just to make a point and do a callback? No, you are not allowed. You didn't read the rules of the this podcast. Is, we're slipping into the universe, the law of attraction, self help thing, where you can't even have a thought or think of something or say anything out loud because it's like, no, I'm just like talking and in, in like a mildly comedic way to just try to mildly comedic can you please name your next cd mildly comedic no julian dion mildly comedic i'll call it uh borderline funny (laughs) oh speaking of that tonight i start at absolute comedy all week i'll be there i'll be there all week lots of shows Tonight it's through like Sunday. Nine show. Yeah, I think it's nine shows. So one show every night. I, usually the shows are at 8.30, um, except for Friday and Saturday. I think Friday, isn't Friday and Saturday 8 and 10.30? You just have one Friday. No, there's two. Oh, yeah? Is there yeah. two now? Yeah. 
Well. I looked it up on the web site because I remember you only had one on Friday when you did it recently. Yeah. So then I was wondering if I also would only have it on one and I checked and it says two. Gotcha. So it should be fun and um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a, I think it's a competition before I come on. There's a um, professional MC and then they do a competition of new comedians. Prove you're a comic, I think it's called. And... It's the finals of that. So it's all the one, the people who made it to the top positions in that competition. I guess every summer they do the, this competition, huh? Is it, yes, every summer. But is there a more obnoxious sounding group than people trying to prove they're a comic? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like the name of that contest? Yeah. Prove your comic. So they have all these people like, oh, I'm going to prove it. <laughs> Also, you're not okay. You do one competition, you're starting to be a comedian. No, but a lot of the comics that are in, especially in the finals now, I've been doing it at least a couple years. Oh, really? Yeah, for the most part. Okay. It's it's not really it's not really like people off the street. Well, and I know it. I know what the title means. I don't mean to sound like that. It's just you know we've talked about this many times. No, but comics are annoying already. When you when they don't have to, comics have to prove their comics all the. They are proving their comics all the time. Like when you talk to someone, like, hey, how's it going? And they mention their credits. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. But it's um, yeah, I'm just being tongue and cheeky. But someone proving their comic to me sounds. It sounds like every conversation you have with like a an insecure comic. But I know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Hello. There's a lot of ego sometimes. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Um there's a lot of ego involved sometimes too. Mm, and well, you need ego in comedy. I mean, if you don't, you'd stop after uh, a week. Hmm. You need to think you're like the next best best thing. We've all thought it. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if like that's what I needed per se, but I see what you mean for sure. Yeah. And I think everybody does have that dream. I mean, if you don't have that dream of, oh, I could be that, then yeah, it's true. It's a really hard thing to do for sure. Anyway. Yep. Let's, uh, I think it's going to be a fun week. It's going to be like an intense week. I'm doing nine shows. Nine shows in a week. That's nuts. Nine. My average so far the past few months, zero. Show no, I'm just kidding. Are you... Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, are you nervous? No, I'm not nervous. It's more just like I'm mentally gearing up for it, you know? Because it, yeah. it's intense. It's, it's not... I'm not nervous. Um, I don't really get nervous, but I, my average... Ooh. My week... My, my usually my weeks do not involve nine shows like mm. that's that's a crazy amount of shows for any club really yep there's no other club i don't think there's another club in the country that even comes close to nine shows a week this is uh don't you think i'm trying to think yeah maybe the comic strip in edmonton or something or yeah i wonder i don't think so because they usually get out of town Headliners, although maybe they have what other about shows. Rumors? Don't, up. Isn't rumors in Winnipeg oh, yeah, a lot of shows? Rumors might have a lot of shows too. Yeah, that's <clears> true. But not. I don't think it's anywhere near nine. Yeah, but it is. A, that is true. Rumors is a lot. Yeah, um, and it's a great club too. Yuck yucks in Halifax. Just kidding. It's two shows: <laughs> one Friday, one Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, 
Oh, by the way, I'm obsessed with this new company I'm trying to get as a sponsor. Oh. Culture Wellness. It's a new company in Canada. And this, mm. by the way, is right up my alley so much so that I've become obsessed with the company. Are they it on Instagram? Be, yes, find, okay. it's new. It's a new company. It was before it was called uh, uh, just Cold Culture or Cold Wellness. And now it's Culture Wellness. Oh, I like the They've name. They've changed. Here's the thing. I'm obsessed with the cold. As you know, I've been on, on uh, a cold journey. <laughs> For, what, four years? Been doing cold showers? And their whole thing, and so... What's it called again? Culture wellness. Like cold. Oh, okay. Sure, like culture, but cold. Anyway, so um, I've been kind of wanting to get it. Not kind of. I've been wanting to get an ice bath. Really bad. Mm-hmm. Badly. Bigly. I've been wanting to get a ice bath. And most... Ice bath companies are American. I see Joe Rogan promote them, a bunch of different, like, really good ones, high-end ones, all this and that. But most of them are American, and you can't get them shipped to Canada, or it's, it's, a, it's a ton of money and this and that. Well, finally, a Canadian alternative um, for, for ice baths at home. And I'm not talking about, you know, a, a, a uh, bovine trough fill, filled with water and ice. This is a legit... It's a portable, inflatable tub. It comes in a barrel and the other one, or you can get either like a barrel or a tub tub. I think it's the same volume of water. And it comes with a machine that filters and cools the water and keeps it at 37 degrees. Could you Google what 37 degrees Fahrenheit is, uh, Jordan? Uh, what That is Celsius. I think it's only like one or two degrees. It's, it's insanely cold. And so this machine, you can set it up anywhere. You can put it outside on your deck. You can put it in your house. You fill it with water. This machine keeps it cold at 37 degrees, which is psychotically cold. I mean, I, I do them 2. here. 2.7 Celsius. 2.7 Celsius. It's almost freezing. And I do them here. Sometimes I'll fill the tub with water, throw some ice cubes in there. And the coldest <laughs> it's ever gotten is about 50 degrees. So this is 37 degrees. It keeps it cold. Ugh. Anyway, and their whole thing is upgrade your cold journey from sh- cold showers to cold plunges because the difference, it's more intense. It's There's uh, so many more benefits. Hello, culture. You're talking to me directly. This is exactly what I've been wanting to do. Upgrade my cold uh, 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 journey experience, my cold chur from the cold shower to an ice bath. How now long th- are you supposed to sit in it? They say between, I think, two to four minutes and or until you start to shiver. I mean, it's really, really cold, and I do, I, I do oh start to shiver when shiver. Like, absolutely, I'll, I'll. This happened upstairs in the tub just the other day. Uh, I was in there for like four minutes, and I could not stop shivering after. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but anyway, culture wellness. Sounds like a night. We're talking to you directly. Send us a tub. I'll do a 365-day documentation of it. I'll talk about it. I'll promote it. I'll move a lot of tubs. We'll, I think we'll sell tubs. I think this is the kind of thing that would be perfect for the podcast because people need to understand it. Like it must be a hard sell. It's like I'm I, you're is. always trying you're to right. get me to do it and I am not interested. It's I'm not nothing against culture. I believe you Jules. I really want culture as a as a sponsor too, but I am never culture. I'm putting that out there. I'm never Send us a doing tub. it. We'll move tubs, we'll move a bunch of them, and we'll get Jenny, Jenny Grant, one of Canada's elite top comedians, to go from 
cold as a nightmare to embracing it and changing your life. It does change your life. It's phenomenal. Anytime I feel anxious, uh, uh, any, any negative feeling or emotion, physically or mentally, I get cold and it's gone. It wipes it away. It melts it away. I mean, there are endless benefits. It's a huge movement. It's growing. But you're right. It is a hard sell if you're not doing it. Uh, I mean, I've tried to get both of you to do cold showers on this show and so but i feel like we'll have to professionally we'll be bound by contract to get jen and jordan to um get cold get and cold. It, it well really, they answered us on instagram yes they did so but this is my pitch this is my 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 i'm launching a campaign to partner up with culture wellness it's Canadian. We're Canadian. I'm obsessed with the cold. It's time for me to upgrade <laughs> from shower to ice bath. It's that time. And it's right up my alley. And I will talk about it to everybody. I will document it on my Instagram, the per my personal Instagram, and, and the show Instagram. I'll pump it up everywhere. We'll move some tubs together, culture. Let's do this. I need, I need it. I need it in my life. I need uh, to, to, to go from cold showers to freezing ice baths can i i'm looking on their instagram right now and i'm trying to see what can i tell you what yeah. it says here uh why it says why do an ice bath why are ice baths so popular right now support muscle muscle repair stress anxiety opportunity uh to feel more alive and connected to yourself hmm. no the stress and anxiety thing i can't tell you enough i'll wake up stressed or anxious about something i do a cold shower for five minutes and our water gets excessively cold here i get a brain freeze from the outside because it's a we're on well on a well it's well water but it doesn't get as cold as 37 degrees and there's two models there's a tub and a barrel i'm i'm i think i would prefer the barrel because i i want to put my head underneath everything face head and really submerge <laughs> and i feel like it's easier to do in the in the barrel versus lying in that tub, even though it's the same volume of water, right. I believe in both. I'm looking at the barrel right now. There's something about the barrel. It comes with like a two-step little step ladder to get in and that machine that cools the water. It seems like it would be um, uh, smaller for storage too. Like if you want to put it somewhere, it doesn't take as much You can take it. If we go to the cottage, here's the beauty with culture wellness. This is how they, they've nailed it. If we're going to the cottage for two weeks, three weeks... Pop that thing in the car, no problem. It, it dismantles, it deflates. You pop it in the car, we bring it to the cottage, set it up on the deck, plug it in, and you've got 37-degree water right there. I just had a revelation. I think it's really huge. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Are you ready for me to blow your mind? Yes. So when we were talking about addiction, and mm -hmm. we were talking about how it's it's really feels good in the moment, and then you feel shitty after... Cold plunging is the opposite. The opposite. So you're, so that's how you know it's good for you because it's right. it feels bad initially, but it's it feels so good afterwards. In, you're smart. In a way that's really healthy and and like, but no, I'm not saying I still. I still yeah, don't. you're gonna do it. Culture, don't listen to her. We're 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 gonna get her cold. But at Tony Robbins, we're he was on um, he was on um, Logan Paul's podcast. Uh, what's the name of that podcast again? I don't know. Uh, impulsive. Impulsive, yes. And uh, he said for years now, I mean, decades, he's, he gets cold. First thing, he wakes up and he, he's got a cold plunge. It was in his documentary on Netflix. You see it. It's like 
it's a nice bath, but it's like an in-ground thing in the back of his house. He either does that or if he's at his cottage and like, or his uh, ranch somewhere where it's cold, I can't remember, he goes in the river. And he said he does that every day and he not once, not once has ever looked forward to it. Never does. It's kind of torture It it in the moment. It's like, but after... You've never felt more alive. Hmm. And I think Wim Hof is responsible for the big movement that's happening. Uh, you know, it kind of started four or five years ago. You know, he was, he's all about the cold. He says the cold is um, ruthless yet sacred. And he changed his whole life. Um, I believe his wife committed suicide. Jeez. When uh, at some point he, had, he didn't know what to do or how to live. And he was like, you know raising his kids and all that and he walked by a ice river and jumped in it and for the first time in the bottom of that river he felt peace <laughs> and like it changed his life and he became obsessed with the cold maybe it's like every single time you take an ice bath you feel like you're close to death so you all, all of a sudden realize you want to live you're, well yeah <laughs> no but it is it's, there is something to that your body thinks it might be dying. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not using the right terms, but it goes into like hyperthermia. So it, all the blood rushes to your organs. And I felt that when, when uh, the first one I did upstairs here where I filled the tub with water and put ice in it, I s sat in it for four minutes. When I got out, my core felt hot on the inside. Yeah, I was freezing and shivering, but all my organs felt hot because they were rushed with blood because your body is like... And there's adrenaline, there's all this, and it's phenomenal. And it's, um, anyway, I've, I've been open and honest and uh, about my obsession with the cold on this thing, and now I discovered this company. I mean, it's a match made in heaven. It's weird if we don't partner up at this point. It's bizarre. Yeah. Some, no, something's wrong. I mean, there's something, there's a disconnect somewhere. Yeah, my message disconnects. isn't getting across as I'm trying, as, as, I'm Maybe. not conveying the proper... Uh, I'm not using the proper words if if this partnership doesn't work out because it is there's no better ambassador for culture wellness there's no better podcast no to promote the, show, the 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 product we'll move some tubs go ahead Jenny I have an idea for um, communicating your idea various ways that we can communicate this this uh, sentiment well I'm gonna clip this and send it to them and I have another this last idea. 10 minutes. I have another idea. I'll tell you later. Go ahead. Oh, now okay. or sure. Later? No, let's do it. Well, I just think you should create your own like makeshift ice tub, whether it's actually in the bathtub or do something outside, mm -hmm. and show that how badly you need one and how you need to tell and uh, and just like show example. Maybe even like one of those kiddie pools. Well, he, here's like my here sister has one. You can throw. The, we can buy a bunch of bags of ice and just make you go in that and. Better yet, uh, here's better than uh, making uh, a little rickety one out. I don't have one. Culture, wellness. Anyway, it's a great Canadian company. Support them. Go check them out and um, enter promo code JD Show for fifteen percent off your next tub. See how it works. It's just natural. Mm. Anyway, I want to get a cold plunge tub barrel. I think the barrel. I think to really submerge. I think the barrel would be good. And you keep it outside. You can keep it. It can stay. It can be outside up until uh, I think minus 10 or 20 uh, Celsius. And w it gets a little bit colder than that here. So we could do like, um, you could leave it outside from literally like m April to November. And then bring it inside November, December, January. 
February. Where would you put it? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could leave it out the whole time. Put it in the shed with a little space heater or in the guest bedroom downstairs here. I think that the barrel would use up less space. Mm. I can see your wheels turning. You're like, I don't like this idea anymore. (laughs) Or maybe we could keep it outside from March to November. March to December. Or maybe you could put it in the studio and then have it so people can see it. Yeah, but it's just where there's literally no room in the studio. It's what so about full. right? Oh, well, we could talk about that later. But what about in front of the window there? You can just move the lighting and. Oh no no it's huge it's a much bigger it would never fit there. Okay. No, it wouldn't fit there. Okay. We'd have to take the couch out. We could, anyway, we'll figure it out. Could but do that. Um, I think even December. Remember last year, December 29th or th- something like that. We were in our spot in Skidook in the woods. It was not, it wasn't minus twenty. It was like nice. R- yeah. Winter really lately. The last few years starts in January. Definitely. It's really January, February, March. Like really cold. Yeah. Really cold. Mm-hmm. January last year was or this year. 2022 was crazy it was like the whole month was a cold snap remember it was like minus mm-hmm. 30 every day yeah so i don't know if you could keep it outside in those temperatures i mean we could all figure that out but maybe three months you'll be inside you know i was at um a friend's place yesterday when i was walking the dog um and they did renovations uh on wakefield heights there mm-hmm. and they have the, this enclosed room that has that fine screen around it. And it's interesting because they said when it's kind of cold outside, it's actually a lot warmer in there, uh, even though it seems crazy. I know it's still early, but I bet you it does keep it just a little bit warmer. And like you said, you could have, we could get one of those outdoor heaters. Or you could get one of those little, you know, they they look like a little shed, but they're like a greenhouse for for, um, plants. It's very small. I mean, it's like a little, almost just like a plastic, looking like tent it's it's like small put that in there that would probably keep it more i don't know anyway details nah. the point is this is the a partnership i mean this is a partnership made in heaven waiting to happen culture wellness and the julian dion show with jen grant you have two of canada's best comics and podcasters promoting your product what the hell you need to be like the face of the brand yes I love that, Jordan. That's a great idea. Culture wellness. Let me be the face <laughs> of the brand. We'll move. I, I mean, I will literally do a 365 day vlog dedicated to it. Like I'll post every day for one year and post the benefits, document it, put it on all social medias on our websites. I mean, we'll get we'll get the name out. Of it. Even just today, just the last 15 minutes talking about this, mm-hmm. you might move a bunch of tubs. Culture wellness culture wellness anyway i'm check him out i sent the link to laurent because he wants an ice bath too and again the big challenge was always there's nothing in canada it was all american companies making these ice baths because it's a grow it's growing in popularity it's a huge it's it's great for recovery and so many things and the timing couldn't be better this is ground floor for culture and like you said jenny it is a hard sell unless you're doing it when you start doing it it's an easy sell to everybody that's already doing it but it's a really tough sell to anybody that hates the cold and just loves hot showers and baths and stuff. You can't imagine. You can't imagine dipping in two degree water. It's crazy. Yeah, I have I have respect for companies that that defy the odds and still manage to sell product when it's that difficult. Yeah. You know, to explain. It's such an uphill, you know, 
And it's not like it's fifty bucks. It's six grand for a for a cold tub with with the machine. You can buy just the tub on its own and fill it with water and ice and the, just do that. Uh, like those bov- bovine troughs I was talking about. But you can buy the. Uh, like I, I keep saying the machine. There's a word for it, but anyway. Yeah, they're almost at like an advantage though because I have seen like so many celebrities posting about that. Like it's a it's a thing. Oh yeah, it's a big big movement. It's really yeah. It's really ramped up in the last year or so. Uh, but it started yeah, it started a couple years ago. But really, the last year, ice baths have been. I mean, I don't know if it's my algorithms, but dur- especially during the winter on TikTok, it's all I see are just like people with outdoor out ice baths because uh, in in Canada, people do them a lot in the winter months, but they just keep like. A big tub outside, like a bit huge Rubbermaid or a huge. Even they do those recycle bins that we have outside, mm-hmm. the big ones. They'll do those, and it's like frozen in the winter. Like the top, they they break the ice and they get in. But it's all I see on TikTok. We'll 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 get TikTok famous together, culture. All right, mm-hmm. enough of that. <laughs> I feel like probably a lot of athletes. Absolutely, athletes. Today. And I think, um, I think, I honestly think now, like being, uh, like cleansing from everything and detoxing, it's unbelievable how much I need it. Mm -hmm. It's such a game changer. And again, it sucks. The other day we uh, had a huge thunderstorm here and we often lose power um, when we do and power flickered a couple of times. So I filled the tub with cold water. And it gets really cold, our water. Um, and I did a couple plunges in there, a couple four. But the next morning, I woke up feeling a bit anxious and stressed. And there was still water in the tub. It was still really cold. And I went in for four or five minutes. First thing, open my eyes, get out of bed, dip in the water. And it was, it sucks. During, I mean, you're, during you're going, what am I doing? This is awful. You have all these thoughts going through your head. You're like, it just, it's uncomfortable. You just want to jump out. You just want to wrap yourself in a blanket. But after, holy shit, you feel just anything you felt before, it's gone. It's the same kind of principle with the... Booze. Is it, is it Scandinavian spa or whatever? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Like, is it the same idea? Yeah, This this is just cold. Like... Like you can do warm before and stuff, do the hot, cold and relax and do the Scandinavian spa thing. Sure. But this is just cold therapy. Mm-hmm. It's um, you just get cold. And so when you're really freezing cold afterwards and you get dressed, do you how long does it take you to warm up to normal? It doesn't take long. No, uh, I have one time I really couldn't stop shivering after like really could not stop. I did, Jordan, does I, this make you want to have a hot bath right now? I took a hot bath or a hot shower <laughs> after. Like all I want to do is go in the hot bath right now. Yeah, but when you mentioned Scandinavian spa, I went to one a few months ago and it was I felt so good after the cold plunge. Like you just feel yeah, you so do. good. But but that one I could only really like the sign said like don't be in this for more than 30 seconds. So it's right. so cold. But yeah, it does feel amazing. I bet you it's the same. What? Yeah. Why do they say only thirty seconds there, Jules? I think it's thirty seconds to two minutes. At uh, but if they keep it at fifty-two degrees. This is even. This is even colder. Well, how 37. Come, so what do they recommend? What well, would culture well, recommend? Uh, I think up to four minutes. 
even longer until you start shivering. I think maybe the Scandinavian thing, because they limit the time to cold, because you're going hot, cold, hot, cold. Uh, it might be like too extreme to go from uh, yeah. 20 that minutes in a sauna where you're sweating profusely and like your blood pressure is way up and then to go too long in the cold, it might mm. be effect. But if you're just doing cold, you, you can stay in there until you can't handle it anymore. But usually it's between two to four minutes. And if this, this is the thing, not if, when we get our culture wellness tub, mm. I am going to, it's any time. You could do it a couple times a day. Like right now, if I want to do a cold bath, it's a big process. I have to fill the tub, put ice in it. And then it's like, I don't want to just do two minutes and drain it. I just, you know, all this fresh water, it feels weird. So I keep it in there. But this, it keeps your water moving, filtered and all this and cold. And then um, I could just do it anytime. If afternoon, pick me up. I'm off coffee now. Afternoon, pick me up. You, you have, you know, that slump. Get cold for two to four minutes. It's game changer. It's as if you had eight hours of sleep. Hmm. Anyway. All this talk of cold water. Do you mind if I just take a quick break? Quick pish? No. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, I feel like um, I need this. And uh, Jordan, I'm going to get you in there. <laughs> I am. I'm going to get you to... You'll come over when we get in the tub and you have to try it. We'll do it on video. We'll do a whole, I'll try it. The whole crew... Oh, you can hear Jenny. <laughs> The whole crew will do it. The three of us will document it. Can, is it just a one person or can you fit multiple people in? Um, or is it like a one at a time? You can do, uh, you can fit two people in the tub tub one. Like mm. the, the barrel one, again, I think it's the same volume of water if I read on the website correctly. But it's you're crouching in it. So I think it's taking more place. But if you look on their website or on their Instagram, there's many people that, that, there, there's two people like you know facing each other in the tub like your legs would be next to to the person you know yeah just yeah just sitting facing I'm, each other I'm, I'm into it oh man I'm telling you it's uh, and it's intense 37 degrees Fahrenheit is very oh, very yeah. very cold I mean it hurts your skin is red when you come out it's it's like you know but that's that's life that's where it's at what about wow i'm i'm on their website and it says that um cold therapy can be a part of your daily routine anywhere from two to 20 minutes 20 minutes all right i'll work yeah. up to 20 minutes the experience should be cold enough to make you want to get out but safe enough to do so wow wow 20 minutes seems insane i don't uh, that's i mean something to work towards something to build <laughs> but, uh, but the benefits after just even just mental health, forget all the other benefits. It reduces inflammation and r improves recovery and all this. Um, I guess it's really good for developing uh, the development of brown fat, which is um, an important fat tissue that we have in our body that protects you from temperatures and so on. Anyway, hmm. I... Um, but even just the mental health aspect of it, whether you're stressed, feeling overwhelmed, anxious, depressed, I mean, I'm, I mean, like mild, if you have a chemical imbalance in your brain, I mean, you seek some help, but I mean, like mild anxiety, depression, all that, it just melts it all away. 
I don't know what the science is behind it. Well, it boosts your dopamine. It says it boosts your dopamine as much as cocaine does, up to 300%, and it lasts longer. So it's not Holy shit. it's not a spike like uh, cocaine where it goes up and then down, and then you need to do more. Up the, it ju- it'll boost your dopamine up to 300% and just sustain it longer, like up to three or four hours or something like that. Anyway, um, I can't say enough clearly. I thought I'd talk for two minutes about this, and it's been 20. <laughs> just send them this entire episode. I'm going to send them the whole clip. I'm going to say, you know, yeah, I could send the whole episode, but I'm definitely going to send the whole clip. What about instead of an ice bucket challenge, you do an ice plunge challenge? Ice plunge challenge. That's a new hashtag. Jen, you're a genius. Thank you. Culture wellness. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do the JD show with JG. uh, um, Cold plunge challenge. Or not, ice plunge challenge. Right, mm-hmm. ice bucket challenge, ice yeah. plunge. Remember how big ice bucket was, or ice? Uh, yes, ice bucket challenge. Huge. We'll do the ice plunge cha- hashtag. Ice plunge. Cha- You're a genius. Mm-hmm. I think we just broke the internet with this. I think we just mm-hmm. uh, we just launched Culture Wellness into a Fortune 500 company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here we are, Labor Day uh, week, the, the first week after Labor Day. Kids are back at school or no? Kids are back at school. Yeah, I think they've been back for at least a week. I don't. Not in Ontario. Oh. I think they're starting. Jordan, do they start this week today? I think. I think. To, yeah, today. Um, I had I I had notes there in my phone that's recording the um, podcast, recording well, my things. I can't. Uh, I feel like we're remember. approaching an hour now. Yeah, Anyways. we're approaching the hour. We can we can go for the close, but. Um, is there anything else? Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. What? What? what okay. Well, Talk 75 have, hard. We did the culture wellness. I could do a very quick daily dose. Oh yeah, that's right. Here. A micro dose. <laughs> I love that. Actually, maybe that should be the name of it. <laughs> wow, you should get into marketing, Jenny. I know. Okay. All these ideas today. Mm-hmm. Daily micro dose. Micro dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. And here's your daily dose. So two people talk about, I don't even want to talk, but it's crazy. I want to do this story and not to be a bummer, but to let people know there's two people on the loose that are like stabbing people. But that's in Saskatchewan. So anyway, if you're in Saskatchewan, watch out. 15 oh, people that's not right 15 people have been injured and 10 are dead oh, horrible some are targeted people and then others are just random uh these two guys named damian sanderson and miles sanderson and there's nothing in the article that indicates that they're uh, i'm assuming they're related but i don't know if they are same last names but they're uh, in a nissan rogue sorry nissan that sucks eh imagine uh, two stab you know people they've gone rogue in a, in a rogue <laughs> Oh, whoops. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I'm, I'm ruining everything. Go ahead. And, um, yeah, so watch out for that. They were in an area um, called Weldon, Saskatchewan. I'm actually going to Saskatchewan in November, so I'm glad. That would make me nervous if I heard that and then that happened. So Saskatchewanians, imagine, be imagine very careful. in Saskatchewan of all places. Oh, man. And you'd try to run away, but it's so flat they'd see you. 
Get it? Anyways, yeah, so watch out for that. Uh, horrible, horrible to hear. And um, you know what? Too bad mentally ill people and evil people didn't know to just kill, stab yourself. Yeah, stab yourself in the face. Before you hurt other innocent people that are just trying to live their life. Thank you. Know, you. you know what would um, help? What are the names? Damien, which it's not, that's also known as an evil name, and Miles. If Damien and Miles got cold, they would not be stabbing people. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll be preventing stabbings. Yep. Sorry, I don't mean make light of the 10 that have died. No, no one thinks that. <clears throat> so this is kind of fitting for what we were talking about um, before we started talking about um, uh, cold baths and stuff. We were talking about addiction and everything and how... Uh, it's it's so interesting because last week and and we heard a lot of feedback from people seeing the clips and and what listening to the show about how we talked about the new average of what you're supposed to drink mm-hmm. per week. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a study that that I just feel like these studies. You know, there's many studies. There's a study for everything that will confirm whatever theory you have. So it says here, cannabis consumers that did a study that saying that cannabis consumers and slash stoners. Um, are often portrayed uh, as lazy and lacking motivation, especially in the mainstream media. For instance, just think of like Jesse Pinkman on Breaking Bad or the dude in The Big Lebowski, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that. Was he a stoner? Yeah, I think he was. Or well, maybe he wasn't. He definitely drank those white Whoever Russians. Whoever wrote this article, was not, he was not a stoner. He wasn't? No. He, I know he drank the white Russians. Yes, that was his whole thing. Oh. Anyway, so the uh, new study suggests And what that was the first reference? Uh, Jesse Pinkman, but he was on like... Yeah, I mean, what the wasn't fuck? Wasn't he on like ba- They could have found so many more references <laughs> other than some that are like... Well, that is a very good point because if you're actually a stoner, you wouldn't have used those points. So don't try those to tell me... bad pop culture references so, for stoners. Two, one that's a, like a that's meth true. head. He did, he, did, he did smoke weed on the show, Jesse Pinkman, but he wasn't like... Known for that. Known yeah. for that. Yeah. And the Big Lebowski is not a stoner. He was a drinker. I think. A white Russian drinker. White I, Russian drinker. I haven't watched the movie in a long time, but I've seen it many times, and I don't recall any weed in it, really. Am yeah. I off? Am I wrong? I don't think so. I but don't know. They could have used uh, Seth Rogen, uh, Snoop Dogg, Bill Maher. I mean, they could have used people that are... Well, they're trying to show that they, they're lacking motivation and... Oh, right. These guys are hyper successful. I just mentioned three billionaires. <laughs> Well, it says here, the new study suggests that this stereotype has no scientific basis and that cannabis users are just as motivated as everyone else. No, it's not true. I know it's not true, and I agree with you. And just to further how you're right, and I'm right about that, I mean, you'd know more than me. I'm a giant pothead. But, like, the case in point, if this, whoever did this study is using examples of guys that aren't even potheads, you, you don't know. Yeah, but that you're makes just his- making a study. You're right. not. You don't know that firsthand. No, I know it firsthand from someone that smoked weed aggressively from the age of twenty. Started later in life. Never smoked it in high school. But like from twenty to 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 thirty fucking nine. Mm-hmm. Eight. I'm not thirty nine. <laughs> why do I? Why do I do that? I you just do. Round up. Your just dad round does up. that. I'm like, yeah. Anyway, you get that from your dad. Thirty eight. From twenty to thirty eight. Pretty consistently with some breaks out there on there. But every time I took breaks from it, I became increasingly productive. I became, I mean, it, there's no question. I mean, of, of course it makes, it affects everybody differently. Absolutely. But 
to say that stereotype is not true is just a lie because uh, you, you know there's no one out that would love it to not, not, not be true, true yeah. more but i am self-aware mm-hmm. when i smoke weed it makes me paranoid and lazy and it kills any ambition you will mm-hmm. never reach your full potential and when i say you i mean me yeah i'll never reach my full potential being high all the time it right. makes me so lazy because, and the reason it does, this is why this article is bullshit. The reason it makes you lazy, it's because it makes you okay with boredom. When you're mm. totally bored and not doing anything, you smoke pot, it's the best. Right. Well, that's fucking lazy. You're just yeah. sitting there okay with boredom, uh, lying on the couch, scrolling, or not even just staring off in the distance. That's laziness. It makes you lazy. Maybe not everybody. Again, it affects people differently. Some people are extremely high function. I just mentioned Snoop Dogg. Most addicts. Uh, uh, it, yes. Most but, addicts are not productive. Most addicts are okay right. with doing nothing because their brain or having their brains are like producing fireworks and all these things, entertaining them. That is without a actually article. having. Yeah. Coming from a pothead. But but booze is like that too. I find like I remember when I was pretty young and a new drinker thinking. It's weird we're not doing anything. Like I remember like hanging out with my friends and we'd just sit there and do nothing but drink. Mm-hmm. Like think about it. Drinkers don't do anything. They sit and talk and drink. Well, I mean, you're talking, you have funny conversations. I mean, you know, but you're right. You're okay with being bored because your brain is being manipulated without you doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, just this isn't part of my daily dose. I'm pretty much done the the micro dose, like I said. Right. But uh, there was another story, but it's kind of a bummer. I don't want to talk it talk okay. about it. Um, but I I just part of it. I just want to talk about the puffball last night. Oh my god, the puffball, Jordan. <laughs> just I'm, yeah. If you were to describe, what do you think puffball is? If I say, hey, um, I'm gonna go get puffball. I'll be right back. What what will cross your mind? What is that? A puffball. Uh, the first thing that came to mind was like a cotton ball, you know. <laughs> first thing that came to mind for me was a game. I thought Ew. we were gonna play puffball. Jordan, Google puffball <laughs> mushroom right now. Do I want to? If it's gonna, I don't know if I want to see it. By the way, you're a little muffled. I don't know if you moved something or. Just a touch, touch muffled. Not that it matters, but you might have. You're a bit puffle. <laughs> um, no, but puffled. If you, it's it's crazy. Um, it doesn't. They're not everywhere, but uh, we saw one the other day. It's a it's an eleven pound mushroom. It looks like a yeah. volleyball. Um, but bigger not, than a volleyball. Even. Bigger, but not even round like a volleyball. It just looks like a mass, like a. And we ate some of it. It's. It, I I did not enjoy the puff ball. I have to say, I'm glad taste, we're alive today. Actually, I, I know. Well, the Wait, t- did you actually? No, you didn't. Yes, we yes, did. We Sauteed ate puff in ball. butter and garlic. Yeah, yes. we did. Did you just Google it right now? Are you fucking with me? Ah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I guess. Why it's, would you eat it? Did you look at it? Did you find an image? It looks no, like a giant I'm tumor. I'm nervous. It looks like a giant tumor, basically, and this puff ball, which was the size of probably two volleyballs, uh, but not like perfectly round. It was all like jack, like a weird shape, and um, you cut it open, and inside it's just all mushroom, like a big. It 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 kind of feels like a marshmallowy, doughy kind of thing on the inside, but it's pure mushroom. 
and we had it sautéed with garlic and butter and stuff. It was fine. It tasted good, but I was too <laughs> weirded out by where it came from, like what I saw. And I was talking to you, I was telling you this on Sunday night, Jen, like it's not the taste. Is if, I, if someone served me puffball and I ate it as is without knowing or seeing what it looked like, I would eat it, no problem. It's got the texture of kind of like when it's cooked, it's almost like a fish or like a halloumi cheese, like a, it looks like a halloumi cheese and, and kind of fish. I feel like if you, it would be really good if you got it crispier. I, I really enjoyed it, but I can't psych, psychologically get past the image of this huge thing. If a tomato was that big, I'd be grossed out by it. Or cucumber the size of a football, I'd be like, hey, have this slice of cucumber. I'd be like, ugh, I don't know, something about big food grosses me out uh, what, okay so it says here it's peak puff ball season and this is an article in the Toronto Star and if you know your mushrooms or know anyone who does you may be gifted with one or two of these mysterious but delicious fungi mm, they are they, they grow in uh, meadows yeah but but uh, Bron was saying the other day my dad was saying the other day that it was like what was the word he used? It was like a, what do you call it? A delicacy. Like when people found it, it was like winning the lottery. Oh yeah. And they don't tell people. So their neighbors found one and they don't tell anyone where they found it. It's like a secret. And then the other neighbors are trying to grow in the same spot. And then the other neighbors are trying to figure out like, I wonder where they found it. And then Marie was like, I think I know. I think it's like this whole weird subculture of mushrooms. And it's weird though. Like this is the first time I'm ever hearing about it. Like how can you live a whole life and not know? It says here. And it's also um, like, keep your secret. I don't, I don't need to know where you got the puffball. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The giant puffball grows in meadows, pastures, Farmers fields and even woods, even in urban gardens and parks all over North America and many other temperate regions in the world. There are smaller puffball uh, species, but this one can grow to incredible sizes. One of the largest recorded weighing in at over 52 pounds. Ew. Ah. The one yesterday was 11. Was it? it? How did you know it was 11? Because uh, Bron said, or Marie said both. Oh, wow. An okay. 11 pound. And th- Bron took half, and it was bigger than Giant. a volleyball. That was half. I'll send you a picture, Jordan. Actually, um, I'm actually, looking at it now. I see pictures of, like, it looks heavy. It like, looks, people are carrying, like, big, big, big Yeah, mushrooms. and it feels like, on the inside, it feels like a marshmallow. Yeah, like pizza dough, a marshmallow, like uncooked. It looks like, yeah, pizza dough. So, so weird. weird. And then, uh, so yes, so w- when they're showing this, or on Sunday night rather, they're showing us this puff ball and they cut it open and Janelle was there and uh, I know she takes a piece and she's like, oh my God, this is weird. She's holding it and I go, eat it. like, And she throws it in her mouth and eats it. Did and I panic? For, yes, because yeah. I thought, I don't know if you can eat that raw. Like, you know, some mushrooms, I don't know. Like I was like. And it says here in the article, never eat a foraged mushroom. You are not completely sure and always consult an expert. Here's so the thing. we're just like eating that. Well, yeah, but the, the, that's a known. I mean, it's you can't mistake a puffball for any other mushroom. It's so big. Still. But if I came across a puffball in the wild, my last thought would be, I'm going to cut this up and eat it. It looks I horrific. Know. I know. Anyway. Puffball, everybody. And you know what? I'm going to post a picture uh, shortly on my Instagram. Go and take a look at what the puffball looked like. And there's a hand in it to um, for scale. 
So yeah. you can see how enormous this thing was. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Uh huh. Daily dose. Yep. Daily dose. Come on. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grand. You know what? It says here that you can cut a huge round slice of puffball and dress it and bake it into a gluten free pizza. <laughs> Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> Awful. And there's, by Ew. the way, by the way, there's a very short window oh. for when it's good. Yeah, two days. They said after yeah. two, three days, it's gone. So you have to like, you have to eat 11 pound mushroom in two days. Puffball pizza. Puffball pizza makes me Ew. ill. Want a Ralph? Picture a full disc. Yeah, yucky. I don't know why. I wish I don't. I just I don't know. I Puff know what you ball. mean. It freaks me out. It's and again, I ate it and it was delicious. But I and then Marie offered another piece and I'm like, no, I can't. I'm I'm too weirded out by yeah. where it comes from. And like, I wanted. I didn't want to be like that because they were excited about it. Everyone was thrilled. 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 Like Braun especially, he was like, oh, when I was a kid, like, you know. We, we would like find these and, and it was such a big deal and everyone was so excited. And I was like, I don't oh, know. I, I wanted to love it. And I me wanted too. To- I know when you, when you describe it that way, but it's like, I can't get behind puffball. I respect puffball. I can appreciate puffball, but I ain't no puffball. Ah. <sighs> That's what, uh, it sounds like, um, uh, I'm going to play, uh, smoke some weed and play basketball. You want a puff ball? <laughs> Do you want a puff and then ball? All right. <laughs> well, let's go for the close. Love Thank it. you so much for listening. We're back on track. We're back with new episodes coming at you every Tuesday and Thursday. The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant and Jordan Grant. Um, listen, we're back. We're here. Listen. Talk about the show. Spread the show. Subscribe. Please leave a review on Apple Podcast. You've got the app if you have an iPhone. It's your purple little app. Leave a review. You search the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. You just go there, write a review. It helps uh, with the algorithms and all that. Subscribe on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Jordan does amazing work. She, she runs really all does. of those pages, all of our content. I mean, and so many people consume our show just in clips, and that's all. That's all. Joji Magoji, very talented. And uh, if you need, um, go to Jordan uh, Grant Media. What is it? Jo- what's your company name? <laughs> Jordan Grant Media. <laughs> sure. <All> the- <laughs> <laughs> The Instagram handle is Jordan G Media. Jordan G Media. Follow uh, Jordan G Media on Instagram because she's so got good. a lot of tips about engagement and increasing followers and so on. She's in it. She's doing it. She's, she's awesome. Uh, she's awesome. She's in it. She's doing it. And she's awesome. That's your new thing. Wow. That's wow. what. That's what. How I react every time I see one of her clips. Well, I'll get a notification. You've been tagged in a reel, and I watch it, and I go, "Wow!" And mm. then, uh, and then I go, uh, yeah. mm. and then I go, "Yes, that's, that's awesome." awesome. <laughs> um, okay, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Jenny, I love you. Jordan, I love, love you. you. You guys are the best. We'll see you guys uh, Thursday, everybody. Thank you. Good night. And watch your your 
Hair. Your tit. Your tit? <laughs> tit. Wash your tit? Tit. <laughs> Just the one Isn't tit? Isn't that? No, no. <laughs> Watch your no. one tit. The other one is Head fine. Is tat. Oh, tat, tat. It's tat. 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 Yeah, tat. No, it's not tat. Yes, there's that accent on it. The little uh, accent, uh, circonflex. That's uh, a Quebecy thing. I think you're doing. What? Tat. No, that's how it's. Sp- you know the e. It's got the little thing on it. You. I have to you, look this up. Ex- oh, I never knew that. Yes. How would you say, it, Jordan? Tat. No, tat. Hold on. Tat. That, look at the <laughs> e. Look at the e. It's got a little. Uh, <laughs> it's called accent circonflex. The little, the little triangle uh, accent yes, on top I of know. the e. I know. Yeah, I but know. that's that means you stretch out the e. You Can go I tat. Just... If there was no accent, it'd be tet. But you go tat. You you stretch it out. Stretch it out. If there was an accent grave, it would be tet. If there was no accent, it would be tet. Tet. See. Tet. That's tet. No, b- Hello, I'm tet. French. Tet. Tet. It's not tet, it's tat. You, 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 well, I don't care. The, the Google AI is wrong. Tet. See? Tet. Mm. Do it again. You're going tet. But you're doing two different ones. Tet. Do the other tet. one. Why are you doing two different tet. ones? I'm not. It's the same one. It's not the same. Do it again. Jeez. Tet. See? Tet. It's not tet. Trust me, it's not tet. Okay, for I can't believe I'm having this discussion. I'm French. I'm French. That's that's. What, what do you think the accent is for? Just aesthetics. Oof! Take a breath. Go get a plunge. No, no, but really, it, there's an accent for the reason, for a reason. All right, whatever. Um. Goodbye, everybody. Watch your tat. You're gonna get us dinged for copyright. What is that? Nothing. Sorry, oh. I was trying to find another pronunciation. Jeez, of all of this effort to not get dinged, and you're tat. like, let me play this commercial song. Tat. Tat. All right. I'm not a uh, tat. I'm gonna turn your mic off. <laughs>